Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? This is the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? We're doing another live episode of Clocking Out. Um, a lot's been going on. I haven't been live streaming like I said I would. I've been dealing with some personal stuff as far as health issues. Um, just wanted to update everybody real quick. I figured I could at least do that. Um, as well as today is Motivation Monday. So we're going to drop some motivational tips for everybody. And... Uh, give somebody a little give somebody give everybody um give you guys a little bit of uh, an update of what's been going on with me um for everybody who follows me on my social media especially on twitter because i'm always on my twitter i'm more active on my twitter like i keep saying um i want to say thank you to everyone who's been sending out positive vibes and um you know just keeping me in their prayers and everything as far as what's been going on with me uh, my health medically um for those who don't know i've been having some issues with my neck and back i have a herniated disc and because of that it's been leading to some complications with a lot of things some days are better than others right now i'm all right uh they have me on some medication that's been helping me is some anti-inflammatories to prevent um the pain and everything i've been dealing with so what happened was is i was scheduled for a cervical disectomy for those who don't know what that is being that i have a herniated disc it's uh, my c7 and c6 um vertebrae they have to replace it um there's like a liquid or something in between your vertebrae that keep pressure from too much pressure from going from one vertebrae to another I messed up one of those things and now what's going on is my C6 and C7 are basically just hitting against each other and all the pressure is going down being that I spend the majority of the day either sitting down or in my car driving doing orders it's been uh the pressure's been building up and uh, sometimes it gets too extreme to the point I can't really take it and medication really doesn't do anything um the medication that they give me is mostly just for um they're not even muscle relaxers i wouldn't even know what what you would call them um there's some weird names or whatever but i've gone through so many different variations of medication for the pain that all it does is make me drowsy it doesn't do anything for the pain it doesn't really help so i've done whatever i could to avoid the surgery the uh surgery like i said is a uh, it's what was it called damn i just said it too it's a uh, um, oh, damn. What was I gonna call? It? What the hell is it? Something disectomy. It's a uh, 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 yeah. Basically, what they do is they have to go into the side of your neck. Uh, but being at this point that I've waited so long, the surgery has to go through the front of your neck. And what they do is they go in and they take the two vertebrae. Uh, being that they're hitting against each other for so long, they've been fusing together, and it's been causing a lot of pressure, and it's been moving it. F- forward instead of it back so even though i've been going to a chiropractor and doing physical therapy four times a week it's just gotten to the point where it's gotten too much so um a cervical disectomy there we go 
Now I just finally thought of the name of the surgery. So what they need to do now, being that the vertebrae are causing too much pressure on each other, it's causing a herniation in the back of my neck where the, basically where the neck, I mean, where the nerve of my neck and my arm and all that meet, it's been causing too much pressure. All that pressure has been building up and it's been causing herniation in my back. To relieve some pressure, I did a shoulder sur surgery not too long ago. You can kind of can't really see it here yeah there's like one mark there and i got some other marks in the back of my arm see um so they went in they did the surgery and they did what they can to relieve some of the pressure off of my shoulder which was leading up to my neck they thought that would help that didn't really do much then we moved on to the next step which was um epidural injections we did the mid and lower back uh we tried the upper back not too long ago also that really didn't do anything for the pain so the next one is the um wow now i can't think of the name again the uh disectomy in the neck so basically what they do is they go in they try to see if they can either shave some of the vertebrae to relieve some pressure if it's too much and they see that that's not going to work, they have to go in basically and there's two different options. There's one where they basically put a metal bar that connects both of the vertebrae and it kind of leaves a space in the middle to relieve some of the pressure. And there's another one where they completely remove both, both C6 and C7 vertebrae and they replace them with artificial ones that basically move and allow me to still move around and everything. I was holding it off for so long because it's your neck um there's a lot of nerves and things like that and with any surgery there's always risk but i was holding it off because it was kind of scary i didn't want to deal with it but like i said the, the pain's been coming and going but when it comes it's it's like a very strong it's in it's unbearable the feeling it, it gets really annoying so what happened was the other day i was scheduled for the um surgery on sunday but I didn't get any confirmation on the day and the time to make sure that I was there. And being that I was, this is like my fourth surgery. So I already knew the whole process of not eating or drinking or taking anything eight hours prior. So I did that. So I didn't take any of the medication that I needed to do, needed to take for the pain or to lower the inflammation. And the day the operation came and they rescheduled it on me last minute. Um, I was pretty upset, but then I found out that the reason they had to reschedule is that the doctor that was supposed to do the procedure had a death in the family. So I understood that. So it was kind of hard for people to reach one another and basically relay the message. They wanted me to go with another doctor. I wasn't comfortable. Like I said, this is already a procedure I wasn't trying to do and I was trying to avoid. And so... I didn't go to surgery being that I didn't go to surgery. I didn't take the medication like I needed to be needed to take it due to the fact that I thought I was going into surgery. It was just an unbearable pain. It was really bad. So I had to go to the hospital. Um, you know, they gave me some medicine. They shot me up with um, anti-inflammatory that went directly to the muscle. So I was better. You know, I got I got a lot better. Um, so that's that's what's been going on with that. And I really appreciate everyone who's been reaching out to me on the social media platforms and you know, sending me good vibes and everything. It means a lot. I truly, truly appreciate it. it I, you know, um, I've been trying to respond to everybody saying thank you. And uh, yeah, so that's what's been going on with that. So because of that, I've been just looking up and doing as much research as I can as far as the procedure and any other alternatives, because I would really not like to touch 
my vertebrae. I don't want to touch my bones. I don't, you know, it's, it's a hard thing because it's something I've been dealing with for a while. And I just want to be better already. I want to be normal. I want to be able to play with my son who's really active right now. And, and it's hard to do that when you're constantly in pain. You know, I can't bend over a stretch or, you know, even pick him up sometimes. So it's it's kind of frustrating. It's heartbreaking. It's annoying. Um, it's also been limiting me from finding better work because as soon as I try to go for another job or something that could be higher pay, it requires me to do more physical labor. And I have to mention what's going on and, um, you know, how I recently just finished doing shoulder surgery as well. And once you mention all that, it's just like you're put on the bottom of the list because, you know, come on, which I understand. So it's just been really stressful lately. So I've just been doing what I can. Um, you know, I've been a majority of what I've been doing lately is DoorDash. That's what's been helping me. I can just drive as many hours as I want. Or at least as many hours as I can, because even driving is a little bit of a, a mission when it comes to the situation. I mean, I can't really sit down as long. And um, also driving with this arm after the whole shoulder sh- surgery. So sometimes I've tried to have someone go with me and, you know, we'll do it that way. But even then, you know, people have things to do. So what happened was I've just been trying to stack up as much as I can, getting ready for these new things that are coming as far as nft projects um saving up money for what i've been trying to do either with clocking out as well like i've mentioned before i'm trying to help the mother of my kids start her nft project and her stuff with her artwork um so that's what i've been that's what i've been doing what's going on man and um so right now what i'm working on is i would like to find a way to have a better system as far as having people as guests on here and i know i had the form that i would have people fill out but lately i've realized that the form that i have of the super phone to add you guys to my phone book a lot of people aren't comfortable filling out um i understand right now with all the scams and spam stuff i I get people not feeling comfortable giving their information when really it's just to have you logged into my phone book your social media and everything like that and that way it's a better way to for me to keep track of people who are actually interested instead of me being a spamming person like hey hey check this out check this out um so what i decided to do is i'm working on a discord that i'm gonna open up and it's specifically going to be for people who are interested in the content of the podcast or who are interested in being on the podcast and what i'll do is on there is i'll have sections where it'll be dedicated to whatever category or subject you think you as an artist or your label or your brand or your service or product whatever it is that you do that you would like to present and showcase on the podcast there will be a specific section on there so when people go on the discord you can put it on there and people can see it on there also i've tried to set up something like that on twitter but i've noticed a tweet the life of a tweet is only honestly like a couple seconds and then it's lost within the feed so what i wanted to try and focus on was finding a way to have a discord that's strictly dedicated to that and it's strictly dedicated to a small community i know it's going to be a small community at first of people who are truly trying to support one another and show love to one another and um you know out of word of mouth people will spread the word and they'll have other independent artists and businesses and all these other entrepreneurs and influencers whatever it is you would like to call each other be on there we can give each other feedback and on top of that it'll be a lot easier and i feel like people will be more comfortable 
putting sharing their links on there instead of me having them fill out a form which i see is kind of a thing that people aren't comfortable with um and then also through there i've been messing with discord because uh i've been just on it joining other communities and watching how they use the discord and i see that they have live chat sections they have live streaming sections and things like that so that makes it easy as well and i can integrate it with the live stream and just record it and share it like that for people who aren't comfortable giving out their mobile number or anything like that so i can directly call them and do it that way um i've been messing around with the zoom um i'm just not quite sure what's more popular that people are more comfortable using when it comes to video chatting um i know facetime is a thing also but again i've come across the issue that some people aren't comfortable giving their facetime information like i understand all that i get it it is frustrating because in my head i'm like hey you know it's just simple but i do get it like i mentioned right now there's so many scamming spamming accounts out there and i don't want to fall into that category and have people not trust that i'm trying to do something positive and you know not being malicious or anything like that because i'm not that's not the case i'm not asking for money or anything like that but i do understand how people would like to save uh or keep their information safe so i'm trying my best to find ways around it i'm putting myself in the position of you guys because just like the rest of you i've been trying to find ways to expand and to um just broaden the audience and and put this out there more so i'm always trying to jump into any of these uh you know free chat rooms and free discords and stuff stuff that's easy access so i can learn from other people who have a bigger following and who are doing something similar so i can basically just take notes so i feel like the discord is the next best way to go i'm gonna set that up very soon i've been working on that as well as i am working on helping like i've mentioned before the mother of my kids has a lot a lot of physical artwork so i've been working with her because she's been the one who's been helping me design the po apps that i've been planning to give out but i wanted to do something special with the po apps uh me and her are both not technical or um have you considered twitter space yes yes i'm gonna be doing twitter spaces as well that's something also that i've uh that i'm thinking about um integrating into here i'm just trying to find a way where i can hook it up because i know what i want to do with the live stream i want to take advantage of the live stream in the sense of i can share the screen with where it'll show the uh spaces where it'll show the people's accounts and who attends and who's the host and who's the guest and the speaker and all that so i can have it on the live stream so people can see it i'm also going to record the spaces as well so people can listen back to it audio i'm going to be recording it as well so i can put it on all the live streaming platforms i mean all the um audio streaming platforms spotify google play apple music so on and so forth i'm just trying to find a way where we can all together me as myself as having the guests the viewers the listeners all in one spot and being able to distribute that in many different ways from verbally visually and then also um editing the videos chopping them up a little bit and putting them on my social media but then again it's just something i need to get more into because i'm so used to just hopping on twitter and having personal interactions um, i'm trying to get better at being more consistent with live streams so i'm more comfortable with it um another thing i'm trying to learn how to do is calm down when i talk because i talk a little bit too fast <laughs> so i've been working on all these things it's a learning process the more you do it the more you learn um and i really appreciate everyone who hits me up and gives me some advice and critiques me all of that is very very welcomed and appreciated so any tips any notes whatever it is please don't think i'll take offense to it whether you like it you don't like it 
um any information any feedback is good feedback to me i'm trying to learn so the best way i can learn is from my mistakes and if for people to be honest um so i appreciate all that so i'm trying to just figure out a way to integrate everything in one spot i i don't want to because i've noticed the issue that i'm coming across is i tend to put if I'm on Twitter, I put all my energy on Twitter. If I go on Instagram, I start putting all my energy on Instagram. And I, it's kind of hard to find a balance. And then I find myself getting very stressed out when I'm trying to do them all and give them all equal attention. I kind of get frustrated and stressed out. And I'm trying to not do that. This isn't supposed to be anything stressful. I enjoy doing it. But then I notice that I start getting frustrated because when it comes to social media, I don't feel like I'm presenting what I'm trying to do properly. So I've been trying to find a way to properly present my ideas. So that way, when I have guests, I can properly present them. I want people to feel comfortable being on here as a guest and promoting whatever it is that they're working on. And I would like to showcase it no different than I'm showcasing my own stuff. You know, I want to show that I care about everybody's work no different than I care about my own. I want to put in the same effort to everybody who's um, willing to be on here as a guest and willing to share what they're doing and working on no different than I would myself. So I would like to use my platforms as basically a pla uh, as an extended platform for everybody else. Everyone else has their own Instagram and social media, so on and so forth. But I would like to use whatever I'm doing and I'm building for other people as well. You know, if I have 800 followers, a thousand followers, whatever it is, I would like that to be something you can benefit off of. You know, I want to use that to help the next person. So I've just been messing around with different ideas but the way that i've been messing around with it is i've been jumping into discords seeing how they're doing it i've been jumping into every twitter spaces which i really love and i'm a huge fan of twitter spaces and seeing how people do that there have been um some updates to it and different things that you can do now um and i've just been learning all the extra little features and things and taking advantage of everything that's free because i know everyone who would like to take part in these things would like to join for free i don't want to charge anybody nothing i don't want to ask for any specific information or anything excuse me but what i would like to do is have it in a way where it's organized so if someone goes on as soon as they see your stuff the same way that you're in twitter spaces and you can click on it i want it to be set up so smoothly across all of it while i'm streaming and while i'm hosting or whatever it is that as soon as someone likes what they hear from the next person they don't lose interest because what i've noticed is that i've been learning there's sometimes i jump into these twitter spaces or discords and i'm interested in a certain thing that they're talking about whether a topic or a guest that they have but then i kind of get lost because they don't have direct links to that person's project or to go to that person's profile or whatever it is and then you start losing interest because you go from one thing to another and then you get frustrated and you're like ah whatever i'll just like it and you know next time or whatever and um i've also seen other people that they do it where it is set up that way where you go into the spaces and they already have the links up on top so i've been learning from other people's mistakes um and just trying to improve on how to do it myself and being that i'm one of those people that i'm trying to be like a perfectionist when i know i shouldn't be i tend to just go on at times that no one's paying attention and i start playing around with buttons and things like that and what i've been doing is recording myself to see how i act or to see how i do things so i screen record i'm recording this right now not only on twitch live streaming but i'm also recording it on the twitch studio app and i'm also audio recording it on my roadcaster pro the audio 
So I've been trying to cover all aspects and then later on I'll mess around with the audio. Later on I'll mess around with the video and so on and so forth. So I've just been playing around with it, doing my best to learn on my own. Um, so it's better I'm better prepared for when I start having more guests or start having guests come in and it's just presented in a more professional way where they're more they'll be more comfortable in being a repetitive guest and coming on again they'll be more comfortable um you know letting people know that they're a guest on the show as well as like i said word of mouth sharing it with other people letting them know that hey you know i benefited from this or it was done this way and i really liked it you should go check it out that's all i want to do i want to get better at doing this so i can help other people who are trying to grow and expand and the only way I can see that working is if I can properly present this or do this in a way that it looks professional or that it comes off, you know, um, presentable. I feel like that will not only bring more people, but that'll help people feel more comfortable as far as being on here and spreading the word like, you know, I'm part of this and they're not embarrassed. That's all I'm trying to do is make something that's presentable, that people are proud of being a part of and, you know, proud of sharing with others. Um, so along with the discord and everything that I'm trying to do, I've been working, like I said, on the PO apps. Um, the issue we came across with the mother of my kids is the one who's been, I've, she's been wanting to be more involved. She's been wanting to find a way to have an excuse to do more digital work. So I've been, uh, basically just sending her ideas. She comes up with stuff. She shows me what she has. But she's been telling me that she's not really that comfortable with the digital designing stuff. So she's been just painting like crazy. So we came up with an idea. Now, what I want to do is I'm trying to help her uh, because she wants to do her own project, her own NFT stuff. I've been saving up money. My plan is to pay for her. She doesn't know this. She doesn't really watch my live streams or anything. So it's cool. But um, I want to pay for her startup cost for having her own project. Um, she already has a lot of physical paintings and being that she's more comfortable doing physical paintings, the idea that I came across that I would like to share with you guys and basically get a better idea of how you guys feel about it. I want to do the POAPs and she's going to do the POAPs, but what she's going to do is she's going to paint the POAPs. So we're going to take the painted POAP. I'm going to scan it, make it a digital one, and then give that POAP to the people, depending on what the event is and what we're doing. And then with that PO app, the, only the people who have the PO app will be able to, um, what is it called, hand in or exchange their PO app for the opportunity to win the physical painting. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's an idea that we've had. Um, so it'll be something like that. The PO app will give you the, the, the what is it called? Damn, I'm so all over the place right now. Like, I knew what I was going to say, but it keeps escaping my mind. <laughs> the uh, utility behind the PO app is to give you something physical. You know, if I want to be able to reward the people who attend and who show love and support. And I feel like the best way to keep track of that is for people who do show up and do um, show support and, you know, participate in these things. I want to give them a PO app that you can hand in and you can use as like a raffle ticket or as an admission ticket to go into these giveaways and like you know these these things that i'm planning to do that i've been working on i have all these ideas but it's just been working on a way to make them interesting where people will attend these live events and the reason i want them to attend the live events the more people i have used to coming and checking out the lives and the twitter spaces and all that when we have guests it'll be more of a following it'll be it'll be more of an event you know 
So I'm just trying to build up the following to help when I do have guests, they can benefit from it. And the plan behind that is basically everyone loves giveaways. But at the same time, I don't want it to be all about giveaways. So I don't want it to just be a pointless giveaway. It'll be dedicated to certain subjects, certain topics, certain things of that day. And I want to have it set up where people will benefit from it. So she's my, the mother of my kids is we're, we're working on a name for her, uh, her, I don't know, her brand, I guess, or her artwork. She wants to come up with a specific name. We're working on that. So once she starts her NFT project, we also want to integrate the pull-ups into that where you guys can get a free NFT from her. Or you can um, not 100% like, oh, you're just going to get it, but it'll be like a raffle, a giveaway. So early people who are support, early supporters will have the opportunity to win any of her NFTs. Um, yes, she's working on a collection. She has, uh, we haven't decided, well, she hasn't decided. I've been trying to help her come up with stuff. She has one of one stuff that she's been doing, but the thing is they're all paints. So I... She didn't know what to do with her paintings. She started giving away a lot of her paintings to people for free. And she's very talented. I've I've been wanting to share the pictures and everything. But we both decided to hold off yet. She doesn't want to start sharing um, what she's already have. Until she has a proper Instagram and everything. I've offered myself to, uh, to help run her social media and stuff. But she's very adamant and wanting to learn herself. So we've been spending much time day after day i go on i show her i basically the way that i started i show her the way that i started i have introduced her to gary vaynerchuk i've introduced her to the discord world i've introduced her to the nft websites to check out so she can get ideas from other collections um every time that i have um that i attend a twitter space i'm always near her around her i let her listen with me as well the thing is that she's not into social media like that she uses social media but she's like a browser she just she's the type to just scroll look like but she doesn't really interact with people she's not used to it tease paintings nothing wrong with them yes exactly so the plan is that i've introduced to her what we're trying to figure out how to do is she i told her this idea and she fell in love with it she wants to take it where not only do you buy the nft but we're trying to figure out a way where you buy the nft and along with the nft and the price because something that she mentioned and i mentioned is there's some of these projects you pay for the nft and they're a bit pricey if not the gas is a bit pricey so we are trying to make it where it's beneficial so besides we're just giving an nft we wanted to have it we want to make sure that they have some sort of utility we're just trying to figure it out we don't want to do this just to get money we want to do this because we have idea for bigger things and we feel like if we want people to invest in it to help expand our ideas to make it where they're beneficial for everybody we would like people to invest and the only way to invest is that they see like it's if it's worth it it has to be i don't just want to say and make promises and we don't want to just put out a roadmap and yeah we're going to do this 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 and we don't want to do that. We actually wanted to have it. So every step of the way, it's not like, okay, once we reach step seven of the roadmap, this will happen. No, we want to, there's no reason. If you already have money coming in from the beginning, from the beginning, you should be able to do something to give back to the people. So what she fell in love with, she really wants to give people her work, her physical work. She loves the whole NFT thing, but she's like, I want to give them the physical painting. So we decided that what we're going to do is once they buy the NFT, 
they'll have an option of having the physical painting of the nft either delivered to them or we'll save it or we also played around with the idea well we'll burn it or destroy it where instead of there being two there'll be one and that'll raise the value of the nft or they can burn the nft and have the physical painting like we're still trying to figure that out and how it works but we really like that idea but along with that there's certain things that we're both not technically technical people so we're trying to figure out exactly how it works you know we've been doing research i've been trying to get in as many spaces that i can and asking the, these questions to other more experienced uh artists who are in the nft space who already have collections and have done things but i've yet to come across anybody who's doing that who's selling an nft and with the nft you're actually getting a physical version of that nft or that art or whatever so we're trying to better educate ourselves on how that works and at the same time of doing that i've been trying to teach her and show her how to use social media to her advantage so that she can grow awareness of what she's doing one she's not comfortable networking basically online two she's really not a uh what would you call she doesn't like showing herself basically she doesn't like her face online or nothing like that so i've been telling her you don't have to show your face you know just show your work show your process you know we've played around where i set up a camera she's still not comfortable with it but she'll start painting and i set up a camera and it just focuses on her canvas and her hands painting where she doesn't show her face or nothing so she gets more comfortable doing it um we've also played around with the idea that we're gonna try once while i'm live streaming there'll be a video on me where i'll talk and there'll be another camera that'll be focused on her painting and it'll just be like a random thing where she'll paint her work and we'll talk and at the same time we'll do it while the people viewing can have an opportunity to either bid on her artwork or win her artwork again if they have a poll app they can do that so we've been playing around with all these different ideas and it's always good to have an idea but it's just having a plan in place to actually execute it so now we're just working on the process of better understanding how these things work so that we can actually you know put it into it we've both decided already that we're going to be putting me and her together because like i said i want to help her we're going to be putting our money that we get from income tax together and we're just going to be fully invested into that so we can start this and get this rolling and um yeah so you know it's just been a step-by-step -step process she's been working on so many different paintings and i'm really proud of her man um i'm just really anxious i guess to present it to everybody but it's it's her project it's her thing so i've just been working at a pace that she's comfortable with i don't want to push her too hard and rush her and have her feel uncomfortable or have her get turned off by the idea so she's been she's been a good sport about it so far because like i said i i've always been talking about nfts and crypto and everything with her but she just recently actually started to get in a little bit and better understand it but she's just more comfortable in the sense where she doesn't want to think about that stuff she just wants to do the work she just wants to do the creative process of it and paint their stuff and then like she's basically wants me to handle the other things but she's trying to find a way to be more involved and and do things herself as well and learn have you considered minting her work on layer two like polyus that's what we're trying to figure out like i said i'm not i'm not um too technique what do you call it technical technically savvy or whatever the hell i have problems with words but anyway i'm not too educated on that so it's like when you're saying layer two and all that i'm still trying to better understand like i get it 
but I really don't fully understand it. So I'm trying my best to fully understand that as well as how that affects the whole thing that we're trying to do as far as giving the physical NFT. I've seen so many videos and they try to go into detail about it, but they make it seem like it's really simple. But in my mind, I'm like, it can't be this simple of you just painting a physical thing or drawing a physical painting, scanning it, and then just turning it into an NFT. I know that you have to choose which blockchain you want to use, whether it's Ethereum or the Raft Ethereum or Solano, like you said, or the Poly. But I, I don't know if there's benefits from one to another. I don't know if, because uh, like I see there's certain nft projects that once you move them from one thing to another they either they're they don't function anymore they don't work or you can't move it back or so i'm still trying to learn why or what you can can't do um i've been trying my best to communicate and network with other people who are more informed and more educated on this than i am um you know but everybody has their own lives everybody's busy doing their own thing so it's like i ask my questions i get my answers when i can get it i'm trying to learn the best i can and again, I'm not the type of person that likes to bother people. So I don't constantly want to be asking, yo, yo, what's this? What's that? How do you do this? How do you do that? So what I've been trying to do is learn myself. And so that's why I've been jumping into as many discords and just watching what these people are doing. People who are dropping new projects that I see have a high volume. Um, I'm trying to learn as best as I can from Gary Vaynerchuk, who's always giving out free information. So I've been jumping into all of his live streams, all of his um, live Twitter spaces. Anytime he drops information regarding V Friends, I'm trying to look at his roadmap. I'm trying to learn from what he's doing and find out the method to his madness. I've been really trying to figure out how book games is being played by people because I see that's another thing that's been underrated and um you know the floor price is really low right now but it has the 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 things that you can do moving forward and i guess the um what is it called the things that you could uh, i don't know why i'm uh, these words i'm just thinking too much right now all these words are freaking uh, escaping me right now but the the utility behind the nfts that he has i'm trying to learn from that you know, like he says, book games, for those who don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk has has uh, an NFT thing that he has that came out that's called book games. And he keeps saying that book games are played forever. And I believe it when he says that. I believe that whenever he does anything, it's a long term thing. It's a long term investment. It's a long term. He doesn't look at it like a month or two. He looks at it like years down the line. And that's the same thing I'm trying to do because I'm still trying to build things. So I'm trying to learn how he starts why he does it this way why he's doing it this way why things end up like that you know and i'm trying to learn from others you know and that's the best way that i can do it if i can literally talk to him i do have him as a follower he follows me i follow him i want to reach out to him and send him a dm but i know this man is so busy i don't want to waste his time um all right i don't <laughs> i don't want to waste his time and hit him up with a dumb question and then be unfollowed i feel like that's a, a big benefit that i have right now or a big advantage that i have on the social media thing right now is that people go to me and they see that he's following me and like oh but i haven't done that reach yet because i feel like i don't have anything um what is it called i, I don't have leverage i don't have anything besides for asking him for something i don't have anything to give him in return yes i'm a supporter yes i'm always you know showing love and everything to his project but who doesn't and i don't do it to expect anything back i do it because i'm all the information he gives for free i'm actually learning a lot 
but there's just sometimes I wish I can ask a specific question to get a specific answer so I can better understand things. And I know that I can't just do that, you know? So it's like, I ask when I can, and hopefully like while he's on live and he's answering stuff on discord, you know, he'll get to me and he'll answer stuff. But um, a majority of the time, the people in the community are the ones who reach out and give me information and, you know, share what they know also. So I've been doing my best of networking and becoming friends with everybody. But um, like I said, it's been amazing. The people from the communities have been very supportive. Everyone's been showing love and support whenever they see me in the hospital and everything like that for what I'm going through medically. And I appreciate all that. All of them, they hit me up. I've been getting... Um, people giving me their personal phone number telling me let's keep in touch and everything so i've been trying my best not to mess up these relationships i've been trying my best to stay more connected and network with everybody but um that's what we're working on right now i'm trying i'm i'm really i have all these different designs for po apps but i've been so stuck on trying to make really creative ones so that they're they're really there's something people want to collect i've been coming up with different characters i've been giving it to the mother of my kids she's been designing them digitally but she's been doing amazing work on canvases and doing physical paintings and we don't want them to go to waste she doesn't want them to go to waste she really just wants to get these she wants to find a home for her physical paintings so she's been doing her best to just make as many as she can right now she's up to i think 20 something physical paintings she has like 14 one of ones and then the rest are like my poet related stuff so we've been working on like the canvases that have like the circle outline that once you're done painting you peel it off and it's a perfect circle so we've been doing that right now she doesn't know it but i'm saving up to get her a scanner so that she can scan her paintings and we can upload them digitally so that you know it's easier for her in the future for her nft projects as well as for the poaps and everything else you know we've been trying to just do this in a way where we're taking it serious we're learning what we should learn um and yeah you know it's just it's just been a process of learning right now it's very exciting um very like i said i'm very anxious i want to just put it out there and do it but i don't want to do it and then rush it and then only be able to put out one po app and then you know you guys are waiting for the next one and that takes even longer or whatever you know so i've been playing around with it i've been trying to figure out stuff i also have another idea where the people who have po apps um another way of giving you a physical thing to for to represent that nft would be pogs i don't know if you guys remember back in the day the little pogs that you would play with um i thought it would be a dope idea that once you have a a po app after a certain number or a specific one you'll get a bunch of them sent to you and it'll have like a code on the back that'll go directly to your po app wallet where either you share it or you scan it or anyone look and they can see your whole collection you know um we've been messing around with a whole bunch of different ideas it's just doing it the right way where it's not all over the place where it has an actual function it there's there's actual utility behind it it's not just this thing you just have we want it so there's a purpose behind it and you know it'll help things in the future and the reason we're doing that now is because this is something i know i'm going to be doing for a while that i'm trying to build up and it's going to take a while but we want to do it where the people who join in now even though it'll be a small number i, I keep looking at like v friends v friends version one everyone who was able to get in i wasn't able because i didn't have the money at the time and i regret it that i didn't you know really hustle even more to get in but everyone right now if you look at it there the early investors are benefiting a lot 
you know, um, they're getting a lot of from the gift goats and all these different things, the utilities that it has, not only just to be able to go to the V to VCon, but it, they're giving you more things. You're on the friends list. Um, as far as the book games are concern, concerned, if you have a certain number of book, uh, book tokens, you can burn them or hand them in or exchange them for the opportunity to win other projects, um, as well as win um, the opportunity to hand them in or give you a head start or, or uh, a lead on people so you can mint V2 before everybody else. So like it's things like that that I see that I notice that I want to integrate into my project, you know, not to copy it, but I see that the way Gary Vaynerchuk is doing stuff is really uh, beneficial to early investors, early believers, early supporters. And we want to do something like that. You know, she's always painting, always coming up with different stuff. And instead of it just sitting there and no one noticing her work, we're trying to find a way to put it out there in the public so people can, you know, really see it and, and um, check it out. Not only just because it's beautiful work, but something that's beneficial in more than one way. Um, so, yeah, that's just been something I've been going through. I've even thought about linking up and teaming up with someone who would just take care of the digital side of things. But right now, no one's trying to work for free. I don't want to have anyone work for free. So I'm trying to find out a way where it's beneficial for the people who actually help out or take part. Excuse me. And um, yeah, so, you know, I've been looking into that, but it's just it's it's iffy. There's a, you know, I, I've gone on Fiverr. I've looked for people to do work. And then when you go on there, you see that they're kind of like copy and pasting a lot of stuff. We don't want that. We want something unique. But to have something unique, you need to pay for that. You know, uh, you get what you pay for. And it's just right now we're in the process. I'm in the process mostly of trying to figure out, you know, who's really about supporting and creating and doing this because they want to do it. And who's just looking for the quick buck. And we're trying to avoid the whole quick flip, quick money grab thing. And we're trying to do something that has longevity, that has a real purpose. We're trying to make NFTs and things like that that have utility. The more and more that I'm in the space, I see that that's a big issue. There's so many projects out there that look very fancy and look very attractive. But then when it comes down to it, a lot of them get rug pulled. There's a lot of famous people who have started projects and they, you know, spread it out and promote it to their fans and then they have all these people invest in it and then once it reaches a million they just that's it the money's gone and then they they decide to abandon the project and then they have stupid excuses like oh the negative comments and this yeah the negative comments and everything but you just ran away with like a million dollars from your supporters and now they have nothing they have a useless project and they have nothing other than like a receipt uh, an expensive receipt to say yeah we did this off not you pull the project and the project isn't even available no more you took it off of open scene they don't even have nothing you know so we want to avoid that you know i've been trying to look if is open the only place to put your uh, your your nft project is there other places that you can put it where it's you know safe and it's guaranteed to stay there no matter what happens to that website or you get what i'm saying so that's something that when she looks up things and i tell her about it it comes to her attention and she asks me and sometimes I have the answer. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes those are things I didn't even think of, you know, so we look into it together. So right now it's just we've been. Um, I've been rugged twice. Yeah, I've, that's that's happened to me, too, man. I've invested in, in the beginning. I jumped in. I had FOMO 
and I jumped into a lot of um, popular projects that I saw um, and they were just all hyped up and everything. And of course, you know, I, I didn't do enough research. I should have did way more research before I went and hit the buy button or before I, I hit the fucking mint, you know, and it was FOMO. It was fear of missing out. So I'm like, yo, you know, this just seems legit. There's enough people following. There's enough people investing. The floor price is going up fast enough or whatever. So I jump in real quick because I don't want to miss out then you know two weeks go by and it comes out the project's dead you know and it doesn't even exist anymore it's the the nft that i bought or whatever isn't even in my wallet it's not in my collection list there's others that i just keep my eye on that i like the project just so i can see how it's going and then within a couple days it's not even there no more um or if not like you go for a certified project and within a couple days there's like three other scamming lookalikes like there's there's a lot of stuff you know so that's why i keep mentioning um gary v and v friends because it's when you're investing in all these other risky projects but then you have a project that like that that's been around long enough that already shows like it's serious and shows that it's actually trying to do something to give back those are the ones that i'm trying to use as an example i'm trying to learn from so that i can make something as good as that you know so i'm trying to learn what's utility that people are looking for i'm trying to look for what is the quality people are looking for i know what i like and what i find interesting and we've been starting with that but then other than just creating a design we want to create a whole process that not only is easy but is educational at the same time it's beneficial and it's um affordable you know Everything is about the money. Everything is about the gas. I see that there's certain projects that are set up some ways where you don't have to pay gas. Um, I, I see there's certain projects that you don't have to pay for minting. Like, you know, it's things like that that I see, but I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how people can start a project on one place and it doesn't cost this or that or they, they can waive certain fees or something. I'm not 100% clear on that nft space just yet but i've been doing my best to do my own research i've been putting in as many hours as i can um i've been reaching out and talking to as many people as i can i'm just trying to learn right now is the learning process so i'm always grateful for anyone whether i'm doing a live stream whether i'm talking whether uh whether we're talking one-on-one -on -one, whether i'm tweeting something if i ever say something that's out of pocket that's wrong I love when people come and they correct me because that's the only way I'm going to fucking learn. Sometimes I put stuff out on purpose that's wrong and I wait for someone to come and hit me back with like, no, it's really like this. I'm like, there you go. Because a lot of times I just put out that I'm trying to ask, does anyone know this and this? No one says nothing. But I've noticed that on social media, when you act like you know something, there's people quick to come and correct you. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So that's why I have more than one social media account. Sometimes I use some of them as dummy accounts so that I can test out stuff and I can learn that way without messing up the algorithm or without messing up or compromising the way I'm presenting other stuff. So it's just, it's been a game. It's been a game of learning. I've honestly been going crazy. I know someone someday will come up with a book or like a fucking strict youtube channel that's specifically going in detail of all these things but right now it's not right now and that goes to show how early it is in the stage of nfts and and crypto and everything to the point that the popularity is out there but the amount of people willing to share the information of how to do things correctly is very small 
So I feel like the people who do know the information, who are properly educated and know the steps and the right things that you need to do in that and in, in those areas, for them to create something as far as uh, an informative or an educational spot or profile where people can go and get real solid information, they'll definitely have an advantage over all these other people and everything that's going on right now. They'll have a high number of people coming in to check in their profiles, a high traffic, all of that. Um, if I knew it and if I was more educated on it, I would love to do that. But my plan is to have those people who do know what they're talking about on here as guests, not only to better educate myself, but to share with other people. My whole plan is to share knowledge. That's all I want to do is I want to share knowledge. I became such a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and what he was doing and people like Casey Neistat, Ryan Leslie, who for the longest has always been like just giving out information. And I want to do the same thing. You know, I know enough stuff to make people want to get up and, and pursue what they want to do. But then after that, it's like, yo, how do I do this? How do I set this up? I know the basics, but I would like to know more information so I can better inform everybody else. So I've just been coming up with ways to make things entertaining. And, you know, I feel like with the PO apps, that'll give people more reason to come in and tune in. They get a PO app that gives them a way to join in in a raffle without having to donate a dollar, two dollars or anything crazy like that. It's free. You use your PO app. You can get uh, actual physical artwork of the PO app. You can get um, the opportunity to win an NFT when um, the mother of my kid drops her project. I'll probably be announcing the name of her project soon. We came up with a name. Um, and right now we're just getting that name. We've made an email. We're making an Instagram, a Twitter, a Facebook, a LinkedIn, a TikTok. We're doing all that, but we're trying to do it where it's all the same name. So that way it's a lot easier for everybody. So I've just, we've been going through those steps right now and just slowly building everything up properly. So once she's ready and comfortable to present her work, you know, we've been taking pictures of her work and, you know, things like that. So her main goal is she wants to have as many people have a piece of her physical art as possible and being that she's not too active on social media i want to use my platform to help her out as well you know i have a big following not a huge but i have a, a good following on uh, my twitter um because i'm so active on there compared to all the other social media sites because i feel like everything else is just bombarded with all this copy and paste and it's just a lot of spamming stuff you know i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one once you post something on instagram you have all these you should po promote it on this and tag this and tag like all that stuff is annoying there has to be a way around it to avoid it and i'm just trying to figure out a way where i we put our focus to the people who are really interested not just in what we're doing and what i'm doing but just interested in learning interested in sharing communicating networking with one another that's the whole plan so um but yeah that's basically a little bit of info of what's been going on to catch you guys up um other than that it's motivation monday um like i mentioned i've been going through a lot of stuff men uh, not mental well, mentally yeah but uh more uh my my health wise so that's been getting to me a little bit um it's been preventing me from doing things that i would like to do um I, I can't drive for long i can't really sit for long i always have to get up i'm always doing stretches and stuff like that but then what's really causing a lot of stress is the fact that the medication that they give me doesn't do nothing for the pain it doesn't improve anything it just makes me drowsy so i'm, I'm dealing with this drowsiness and then i got the pain on top of it that isn't going away so then i want to do live streams i want to do 
it's not an excuse, but it's like I've tried it and you can see it in my face. I look like shit. I haven't shaved. I haven't gotten a cut. And it's not about how I present myself, but I don't want to be on here with this. I feel like the energy would be off and everything. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the the drowsy, drugged up dude, you know. So I've just been finding ways around that. I've been trying to just do things the right way. Um, if it's not that... I know I'm not the only one you go online, you go on your phone and all you see is the stuff about war, people going against each other. Uh, if it's not fucking vaccine mandates, it's all these different laws that they're trying to do on crypto, all these different, I don't know, man. Every day is something new. And, and I know I can't be the only one that it's getting to. It's like, honestly, I've literally tweeted and sent messages from Facebook to Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, um, I've literally sent message to all these people. I know I'm nobody to demand anything and I'm not demanding, but I keep telling them like, yo, why don't we get rid of the COVID section thing? Why don't you not make the news so in your face? Like, I understand everyone wants to, know, but to, to go on your phone and every day you just see, oh, Ukraine still hasn't fixed anything. And this is the fourth day. And this is, yes, we need to know what's going on, but it's just. I feel like it's nothing but negativity non-stop in your face all of this negative energy stuff all of this um ooh, that's kind of bright um all, all, all it's just a lot of stuff on top of you dealing with your normal life stuff and things that you're normally trying to handle and, and get a grip on and then you feel like everything's okay and then it's like all right now you have all this other stuff that's not in your control happening is that going to affect you? Is that going to change anything? Is that going to change how you go to work? Is that going to change how you're saving money? Is that going to change what you're investing your time and your money into? Like, and you think about all that. And then you start to think what you're doing is pointless or like it's it's not going to make a difference. You know, I, I know how that is. I, I think of that a lot. And I feel like what we need to do right now is just focus on the things that we can control. Focus on the things that we know we actually can change and just focus on ourselves. Focus on being a better you for yourself and then focus on your loved ones and your family, the people around you and what you can do. You know, if, if you feel like you're losing touch with people, reach out to them, man. I've been trying to literally spend more time with my friends who I haven't seen. I'll go see them. Like I say, I do DoorDash here and there. And then when I'm done with an order, if I'm near one of their houses, I'll stop by. I'll say hi. I'll stay there for an hour or two. Um, we've been texting each other a lot more, calling each other a lot more, FaceTiming and all that. I just noticed that the more time that goes on, the more we tend to find excuses not to be around people. And there's some people that that's good to do, you know, that there's some people that's good to avoid, depending on what your relationship is like with them or how they treat you and how they make you feel. Um, you know, the energy that you use on people, everybody, you use energy when you meet with someone, when you talk to someone, you have to process stuff. You know, when you go see a friend, it's not always about you unloading everything that's wrong or that you're stressing about or all the good things that are happening with you. You also have to hear them out. Talk to them. Find out what they're doing. Find out how they're doing. You know, what's on their mind, what they're stressing about. You know, it's it's also good to just literally listen to one another and, and talk things out. Sometimes we don't have those people. So if you can meet up with a friend or a family member that you care about and have these conversations, that'll actually, they can change things. You know, maybe you can 
put some insight and give some advice to someone of something that can actually help them or even just listening like really really listening don't just uh-huh uh-huh oh damn that's correct listen to what they're saying listen to what they're saying and respond with something real and genuine to show that you actually give a shit and that you're actually paying attention man like we're all human we all have stress we all have emotions we all have you know all of us all of us are dealing with stuff i've been trying to practice that personally in my life with the people that i know as well as online if you see me online I'm, i see so many people that they're going through so much stuff and they post it if you're posting it you're doing it for a reason you want someone to talk to you you need someone to notice you you know what i'm saying like i i understand it so i've been trying to just have conversations with people and ask them how they're doing and and i'm not rich i'm not famous i don't have the power to fix things like that but i feel like even a simple how you're doing and having a, a genuine conversation with someone helps you know and and it has been not only for myself it makes me feel better because I feel like I'm contributing to that in the sense of trying to make a difference. And I know those times that I've been in those situations and I've wanted someone to talk to or at least someone just to listen to me, you know, it it means a lot. And when someone says that they're having a shitty day or they're depressed or they're going through something and you can respond with something that actually shows you're listening and that you give a fuck about what this person's saying and that you care it means a lot man it means a lot like you'd be surprised there's times that people hit me up and say i hope you're doing better because i saw that you've been dealing with this since you know and the fact that they know that you know maybe they just went down and they scrolled real quick or whatever but it's like when they bring up something that you've mentioned a while ago it goes to show that they actually been paying attention and when you're someone like me who like i said i'm not rich i'm not famous i'm not this popular person or nothing like that and when they're doing that with someone who's a nobody like me in the sense of like not really having this this huge thing that they can benefit from like you can tell they're just genuinely being nice they're they genuinely care they actually want to you know see what's going on they're not doing it because oh if i see how this person they're gonna send me some money or i'm gonna get a major following or i'm gonna it's a good thing you know what I mean? it's a good thing when you notice that people actually just genuinely care and i feel like i'm just trying my best and other people too they're they're making it normal they're making it a normal thing to just be friendly to show that you care about what's going on with the next person and how they're doing and how they're feeling and then you don't even know you're getting that right back you start feeling like shit or you start having a shitty day or you're just depressed or stressed out and that same person returns that that support and that love and yo what's going on how you doing what's new what you working on you get what i'm saying and it's just been dope to see that that's just been a looked at more natural it's a more common thing now lately it's not just within certain communities it's now i see it whether people are in communities with certain popular projects or not they're just actually genuinely reaching out to one another networking and becoming friends like i literally have phone numbers from people in california um peru uh uh where else uh brazil like people that don't even live here yes exactly i agree you get what you put out into the world and that's what i've been like i said i've noticed that and i've always been the type to be stressing and getting upset and and worrying and then i noticed that the more i do that the more those things happen the more drama comes in my life the more things that i don't expect start happening and that i'm not in control of and 
I decided to say, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I can't stress about these things that I can't control. So I just started thinking and focusing and putting more time into the things I can control. You know, I literally stress about things about my family and my kids. I don't live with my kids. I'm not in the situation where I have room for my kids. Me and their mother, we're not together at the moment. We're trying to fix things to make the situation with us better for our kids and for us. So it's been a process we're building up to. But at the same time, while you're doing that, it's like I think about it like I'm put so much time on all these other things that don't matter anymore. And then I tell myself, what if I would have put that energy and that time and that focus into this? You know, would my family be better? Would my kids be happier with? So I've been focusing on that more. And, you know, it's like I'm always posting now, you know, growing up. I always went on the bus, but my dad was never there to put me on the bus because he was always working and he was never there to pick me up off the bus because he was always working, you know, and it's not that I, I blame him or nothing like that. I understand he was doing what he had to do. But now it's like I'm in a position where it's like, you know, I can put my son on the bus. Am I going to put him on the bus or am I going to am I going to go smoke or am I going to go kill time doing something else? Am I going to sleep for an extra hour? No. The same way that I would get up an hour earlier than I normally would to go to a job or to go to an interview or to go hang out or I would stay longer to go chill with my friends or whatever, or any dumb shit like that. I decided to make a shift and just take all that. And instead of investing it into pointless shit, putting it into my kids, putting it into my families, putting it into learning something and networking with people instead of me constantly hanging out and, and checking up on people that never hit me back and never check up on me. Why don't I talk to these people who I don't even know from a hole in the wall that show me more support than my own family or personal people around me? You get what I'm saying? So I've been, it's like you said, you get what you put out. And I've been seeing that I get so much support from all these random strangers that I don't even know. And it's been, it eats away at me because I'm like, man, like I get more support from people I don't know than the people I do know. What am I doing to give back like, like even a simple conversation helps personally when i'm anxious is because i'm thinking of fear ahead yes sometimes i gotta take a deep breath and remind myself i'm exactly where i gotta be exactly and that's something that i've been learning to do myself i know when i get anxious i start thinking about things that can happen or that could happen that probably won't even fucking happen it's just a thought and that's the thing like you become your own worst enemy especially when you're stressed and you're 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 anxious and everything you tend to stay away from everybody and i've noticed that that made me a lot worse like you need to be around your friends but you need to be around the people who actually bring you joy and bring you peace and help you think of positive things who you create memories with you know and that just it's good to forget you know you don't have to have a vice in the sense of doing drugs or or and when i say drugs i know i say it and it bothers me i smoke i'm not gonna hide it i smoke weed I smoke weed, I like smoking weed just because it calms me down. But I literally like to smoke by myself. I put on some music, I'll read a book, I'll smoke, and it's like I zone out for a while. Or if not, I'll smoke and I'll draw or I'll write or anything like that. But I don't wanna do that constantly by myself. So I change that. And a lot of times I'll go and I'll meet with my friend for an hour and I'll see what he's doing. Or I'll spend a day with the mother of my kids and we'll have a productive conversation of, whether it's fixing our relationship with each other and how we communicate with each other or, or I share with her ideas as far as investing and what my plan is to move forward and how to make things better and how to, you know, improve our situation as a family and as individuals, you know, 
I don't just want to be a successful person. If I find a way to save money and make my situation better financially, I want to share that with her. Because if I win, if she wins, I win. We both win. If I win, she wins, you know? It's both for the the, the betterment of our kids. And I, I that's all it's been about, man. I've just noticed that at first I was real greedy about things in the sense of learning stuff and keeping it to myself. Or seeing opportunity in things and not sharing with other people and i've noticed that there's no reason for that and it wasn't because i was intentionally doing it to be malicious or anything it was just growing up you tend to learn that without really knowing it and it gets processed in your head that you feel like you have to keep things to yourself you have to be mysterious and you have to keep everything a secret and for what but yet again we're all on fucking social media showing what we ate for breakfast and the last time we took a shit and like it's fucking stupid and it's nothing beneficial it's just oh look at me you know what i mean so i've been trying to shift all that and at the same time i've just in all honesty i was so focused at first at trying to be better than the next person that what i realized i just need to do is just be better than myself i want to be better than me yesterday i want to be i want to be a good fucking dad I want to be a good brother. I want to be a good son. I, I, I want to be an amazing friend. I want to do that. And I know I can. That's stuff that's in my control. You know, I'm capable of controlling that. I can control how I react to certain things. I can control how I speak to people, how much time I spend speaking to people, how much energy I put towards a certain person. You know what I mean? And it, it just took a while to really flip that. And lately I've been a lot better because of it mentally and everything. It's just, uh, like I said, my health has been acting up and it's just been one of those things where I mentioned in my last podcast, um, in the last live stream, which was like a week ago, um, I, I started noticing that I can, I, I can, I, I just need to focus on, yeah exactly i feel like we all want to do positive stuff for the people who are listening my bad that i pause every now and then i'm also doing a live stream and i'm reading the comments right now um but yeah no nah, i i feel that too man i feel like i it sucks to say but i noticed too late i guess that i was putting a lot of time and energy in temporary bullshit you know you you start focusing on being online or liking or sharing or whatever but then it's like i i keep telling people if you have an instagram or twitter or facebook or, yes that's good if you have a brand if you have a company if you have a product a service if you have something like that that you're trying to build it's worth being on and, and sharing your life and sharing to people who you are but if you're not an artist if you're not like if you don't have something you're trying to put out there there's really no reason for you to be putting yourself out there on a daily basis for nothing. There's no reason anyone needs to know everything you're doing every second of the day. Like, there's there's no, like, what's the benefit from it? What's the benefit from it? Like, you sharing your personal life with people on a daily basis and literally exposing yourself and everything that you're doing for no reason. And then you complain that you feel like, oh, I'm so stressed out because I feel like I have to keep up with appearances. And I, don't put yourself in that position. You know, I started just telling myself like, yo, I don't I don't want to keep posting up pictures of my kids and all this. Like I do it every now and then for family members who watch it. But then again, I even notice I don't even follow family members or I don't even have them follow me. The reason why 
I used to follow all my aunts and my uncles and my cousins, everyone who had Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Excuse me. But then I noticed you start seeing the way they react to certain things or they post little indirects or this and it, it gets under your skin because you know them personally. So what I started to do is make social media accounts for clocking out for my my brand that I'm attempting to build, my idea, my dream, my my thing that I have a goal for, you know what I mean? And I kept it totally separate from my personal life in the sense of if you know me personally, you know I do podcasting. You know I like doing music. I was an independent music artist for a really long time, but I put that on hold because I didn't like the way the music industry was going. I pivoted. I took all my recording um, equipment and I turned it into, I had a home studio. The home studio got wrecked. I took that, I moved it into my bedroom, which I'm in right now, but I'm recording and I'm doing something I like to do. I still like entertaining people. I love to talk. I love to record. I love to live stream. I love all that stuff. But I was trying to find a way to utilize all that with what I, I'm really good at and what I'm comfortable with doing. I know on Twitch, everybody normally does game streaming. I suck at video games. I can play them. I'm good at like keeping up and things like, but I don't feel I'm worthy enough to be a, a game streamer. You get what I'm saying? I know I'm not that into the gaming thing. Like I game when I'm bored and I'm like, fuck it. There's nothing else to do. Let me kill an hour or so and I'll play for a little bit. But I don't have that thing where I can game for fucking five hours straight and live stream. You get what I mean? So it's like I was trying to find a balance between what I was interested in and what I like doing and trying to put that together. But at the same time, I wanted to do it where it was there was a point to it. I didn't just want to be on social media and posting my life and sharing personal stuff to get sympathy or for people to feel bad for me and give me a like and all that that's not why i'm doing it i don't share like i posted up that i was at the hospital and everything i didn't post that up because i want people oh he's in the hospital let's feel no man i just see that there's so many people that are going through stuff and i want to show them like yeah i was in the hospital i went i, I got seen and um yeah them gamers on no joke and that's why like i like i said before i jump into anything i always like watching so like i watch the live streams and i see i'm like all right this person has a whole bunch of views and a whole bunch of a big following and a community and everything let me check them out one person that i'm a huge fan of that i love his whole like not his gimmick but his persona that he created behind his gaming is dr disrespect like there's so many other people but they're just them but this guy decided to make this this character strictly for streaming and it's just it's entertaining it's amazing i love his the wig thing like i'm pretty sure it's a fucking wig at least i hope it's a wig but he has like a mullet wig and like he has like this whole theme thing behind this thing and then he has his his personal life so it's like i've always thought of doing that and like i'll come on here with a mask or something and like no one will know it's me and i'll feel more free and act out but i'm like I, I want to be more comfortable with me. I want to show who I am. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to show that it's okay to be, to have your ups and downs and to talk about it and to be open about it. And you can still be cool. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like Gary Vaynerchuk says, he wants to make it cool to be, you know, empathetic. And it, it's been becoming that, you know what I mean? I've seen the community grow and grow and grow. And it's just... Because of that community, I changed my point of view of certain things. I changed the way that I act on all these uh, 
these social medias you know what i mean i used to be the type of person i saw something i didn't like and i was quick to be like ah you don't know what you're talking about delete this shit and blah 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 delete your account like just being an asshole just because you're online and you disagree with somebody or they're misinformed where now i actually try my best to be like yo that's that's not the case so yo you should look into this or yo or i won't even say anything i'll just ignore it and keep it moving and then you know you just feel better about it not only does it change the algorithm of what you see and who you interact with, but it's just, it makes you feel better. Like, you don't feel shitty. You don't feel, you know what I mean? And those are things that you can either learn yourself or you wait for the day for someone to embarrass you and put you in check. And then you're like, damn, you know, you, it's one of those hard learn lessons type shit. And I don't ever want to be in that position. I've done that, you know, and I feel like if you can learn it yourself sooner than you can have someone try to teach you by embarrassing you or putting you in an embarrassing situation, I think it's better. And I've been learning like, you know, I've been doing a lot of just watching and listening and learning from other people's mistakes, basically. And I'm just trying to find a way not to be perfect, but to find a good balance between of what I'm trying to do and what I want to put out there and have it consistent you know because um like just recently it's a huge huge fucking shot and i know i'm probably shooting for the stars but i applied to work at 1 p.m um i really like that podcast i really like what they're doing i really like i just like the way they present themselves i like the way they do their twitter spaces i like the way they've done their their podcasting you know they keep it around eight to 10 minutes or something like that it's real quick straight to the point and i like that but i don't want to copy what they're doing so i want to learn from them and so i as crazy as it may sound i applied for creative director <laughs> because when i went for the application they had all these other these other categories to go for but the only one that i felt i was suitable for i guess may maybe i'm talking right in the cat uh, writing a check that i probably can't cash but all the other um all the other thank you very much i'm i'm hoping something happens if not i'm gonna keep trying until i do because my goal i don't necessarily have to have that position but my goal is to work alongside those people because i feel like i could learn so much i'm trying to learn and like i mentioned before i'm the type of person that I learn better hands-on with someone because I can ask a specific question and specifically go in detail like, look, this is what I really have an issue with. Whereas if you go on Google or YouTube and you ask stuff like, you'll get an answer, but the answer's so like broad or whatever, like you can't really get a specific thing. Or if not, like you'll get your answer kind of, but then you run into another thing and then it's kind of hard to get the specific answer or the specific way of how to do this or that. Like, I feel like, I don't know how to explain it. If you had a person there and they like, you can just tell them like, look, this little thing right here that I don't know the name of or that I'm having, like, can you tell me what? And they'll be like, oh, it's this, this, where compared to you trying to Google it or write it and you don't know the exact word or term or way to explain what you're having an issue with. I just find it a lot better when you're hands on with those people. You know, I've been learning as much as I can by listening to their podcast, by listening to their spaces, by reading um, the the interviews that they have and how and so when i was looking at all the categories and all the positions they had available i saw that all of them were kind of basically asking for specific um experience and 
I don't have any certified experience. I just have experience, personal experience. I've done things, I've tried it, I've messed up and I've learned from my mistakes. But I don't have any certified hours locked in or a certificate of whatever the hell. I don't have none of that. So that's why for a while I held back. It was the same same thing for working with uh, VaynerMedia. Uh, two or three years ago, I came across the ad for working at VaynerMedia. And they had all these different... And it, I just got really intimidated because I saw that, you know, they wanted someone experienced in all these programs and editing software. And I wasn't. And then I tried taking the step of, oh, okay, I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to learn. But then financially, I couldn't afford the official program. So then I tried the alternative programs thinking I could learn from there but then I held myself back and I questioned my my abilities because I'm like you know I don't want to embarrass myself and say oh I'm only good at procreate I don't know photoshop or I'm only good at iMovie I don't know final cut pro you get what I'm saying so that held me back I held myself back out of fear where I see now a lot of times Gary Vaynerchuk talks about he likes to hire people who really aren't that experienced because he prefers to teach people how to do things the right way than to just expect that they know it and have them figure things out themselves, you know, like throwing them to the wolves, basically. So that's why after hearing that, I know I'm in no way, shape or form ready to work or near qualified to work for VaynerMedia. Not to say that 1.37 p.m. is a less important thing or nothing, but I feel like they're still in the very early stages and they have a lot of people who are still learning as well. So I feel like if I can get into there in an early stage and have the opportunity to learn with others and, um, you know, just just network and just talk amongst other colleagues that are in the same um, that are in the same space or the same mindset that you are that that's what i'm trying to do i'm just trying to get along with other like-minded people that is my major goal when it comes to v friends and the the v2 series that are the um series two of v friends that are coming out in the book games my goal behind investing in all this is to find a way to go to vcon because i feel like if i go to vcon that's where all these people are physically going to be and i'm better at talking to people physically in person like this whole stuff of streaming until like i'm all right with it but I'm more comfortable face to face with people. It's it's a more comfortable interaction. You can there's more to work with. You can spark up an easier conversation and keep it consistently going and be able to, you know, get to know the person a lot better as well as present yourself more properly and better to that person as well. And I'm just trying to make more friends, man, make more friends, network with more people and just find a way to have something that's going to be very amazing you know i see if gary did it and you know uh, casey neistat did it and ryan leslie did it and you know there's also steve will do it who i look at there's also mr beast like there's all these people that do certain things that i'm like i would love to do that i would love to be in a position to help somebody out to give somebody an nft that can change their life um Yes, that's that's the same thing I want to do. I've never been to anything like VCon. I've never been to an event. I've never like online. I've seen them live and things like that, but I've never physically been there. And I feel like I would love to go that, you know, I, I see people that go to like the EDM concerts and all that shit like that. And I'm like, 
yo, people go to that just to dance and jump around and they meet other people and they network and, you know, they probably make friends. But when it comes to VCon and, and you know, all these conferences, it's like, I want to go to that. I want to network with people. I want to learn from these people who are more successful than I am, you know, and I feel like there's no better way than to do that, you know, to just talk to people. We've gotten so used to just being on our phones and, and sending a meme and not really having dialogue or conversation with one another. I don't know why I keep burping. I'm sorry. And um, yeah, man. So that's that's basically what's been going on. You know, um, I'm about to get out of here soon. Been on for like an hour and 20 minutes. But uh, I haven't been streaming because of that. I should have streamed all last week. I didn't. Um, I'm gonna try to keep it consistent and stream tomorrow. Also, tomorrow's Tuesday. I have it normally as a as a Tech Tuesday. Not because I'm very like I said, I'm not a technical person, but I do come across some stuff that I find interesting, and I just want to share it with other people, get their point of views. You know, make that more of a thing. Then there's Wednesday. Wednesday, I, I wanted to make it where it's like a women support, like an artist, like supporting women artists. You know, female artists. That I feel we don't give enough credit to Especially in the NFT space right now There's so many female artists That are underrated Or going unnoticed Just because for whatever reason That they're females um, You know I'm, I'm not saying that But it's just something I've noticed There's like a gray area with that for some reason And you know I want to bring some more attention to that Especially like I said I'm trying to help the mother of my kids And I'm not really I don't want to benefit anything from it it's just like i mentioned me and her have had our differences and you know we've been split apart from each other for quite some time and this is something that's been bringing us closer together and i don't want to use this as the crux or something that i'm relying on to keep us together or to keep us close you know but it's just something that i have interest in that i see correlates with what she has interest in so, you know, we've been trying to find a balance and it's, you know, we've been using that as a way to better communicate with each other. I've been helping her learn things on her own, you know, to so she doesn't have to depend or rely on me when it comes to all this, which is why I've been trying to push her to use social media and teach her how to use it and how to use it to her advantage as far as, um, you know, jumping into Twitter spaces and live events and discords and stuff. So the same way I've been doing it with her is like, I want to do that with other people, you know, other people like I have a friend of mine now who's he's always drawing and he's good with digital stuff. We went to uh, tech together and we did advertising art and digital design and stuff. But I, it was just a class that I tried to get into, but I'm not technically savvy. I'm not that I don't have the patience for things like that, but he does. And he's heard of NFTs, but he questioned it. And, you know, he was very suspicious about it. And until I got into it and I st every day I go over there and I see him, I'm always bringing him up. I'm always bringing up NFTs and different projects and showing him stuff. And little by little, he's been getting into it and doing his own research. And now, like, he's looking into starting his own thing and he's been investing in crypto. And so it's like things like that. And I don't it's not like I want to be an advocate or whatever of promoting these projects, but I've benefited from these things, whether financially of investing in it. Or whether investing time and being part of these communities and meeting all of you amazing people who are very supportive and, you know, educational as far as giving me information. I want to just do that. I want to enter. Like I said, I don't want to keep it to myself. I get a lot of help 
and a lot of knowledge from these communities, from these live streams and all these people willing to give information. So I share that with the other people. It's just hard to convince people, yo, make a Twitter and go on Twitter spaces. Ah, I don't like Twitter because they're always on Instagram. But then I ask them, well, who do you talk to on Instagram? This person sends me a meme. This person likes my stuff. This person does a live. Yeah, but what are you learning? Did it change anything? Are you benefiting from anything? Did, or are you just hearing about Joe Button and his drama with this person or Rihanna having a baby or the Kardashians getting another divorce or like that's all those other sites are doing. Like you really don't network or talk to anyone. You're just talking, complaining about bullshit on all these apps. So it's like I try to introduce them into new things, you know, go on to Twitter. Twitter's the same shit. Like you, you get the same nonsense. But you can focus more on networking and talking to people and benefit more from the Twitter spaces than you would from going on Instagram and just scrolling and scrolling and liking. And I don't know, you know, Twitter's been, I feel like, the go to when it comes to all this, as well as um, YouTube. YouTube has been doing I don't know whether it's because the algorithm changed for me or what, but YouTube has been giving me some good stuff also. So I've just been learning from that and trying to find a way to just take advantage of that. I want to be able to stream on Twitch. I want to be able to stream on YouTube. The issue is YouTube has too many regulations and copyright stuff. And I like playing music in the background. I like to curse. I like to just do whatever I want. I have plans to do things more creatively. I have a little setup that I have here that I'm going to be putting the camera. I have a friend of mine, Omar Figueroa, who is very into politics, who I want to have here. So... We've had some very, very not like heated in the sense of us going against each other. We've had heated debates in the sense of going back and forth on information in the certain situations that's going on right now with war, with taxes, with laws and all that. And we have different point of views, but we bounce it off with each other. And we have some pretty in-depth and useful and knowledgeable conversations just from normal stuff so we're like yo we have to record this we have to put this on a podcast and a live stream and share this with other people they'll benefit from it you know they can be educated a little bit more or they'll they just look at things from a different perspective and i feel like there's nothing wrong with that i feel like we all need to make that um a more common more natural thing where we can see from the perspective of other people more without being judgmental without being argumentative and, you know, without it being a problem, there's no reason that you can't listen to someone else's point of view about something, you know, and just it makes you think different. And I feel like right now that's what we need. We need to think differently. We need to think more openly. We need to be more comfortable about being open, being honest and being open, not about ourselves and our feelings and how we look and, and how we look at things and how we think about things and how we feel about things. But we also need to be more open of accepting other people's point of views and um how they how they go about things you know we, we can learn a lot from that i feel we all need to stop looking at our differences and pay more attention at the similarities that we have and we can get a lot more further um but with that said my heart goes out to everybody who's dealing with all this tragic shit that's going on in the world man i get stressed out thinking about it because i see what's happening on the other side of the world and even though we say the other side of the world, literally, it's not that far from us. Um, you know, that could be your family. Those could be your your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, your cousins, your your sister, your brother, your kids. 
I see all that and you know I look at my kids and that's why I've been trying to be more grateful and appreciative of the days that I can wake up and I don't have jets and helicopters and missiles and shit flying around and I don't have to worry about a fucking militia of fucking tanks coming down the street or driving and, and a missile blowing up a bridge or you get what I mean like we should just be grateful be grateful for what you have be grateful and thankful for you being able to see another day without having to worry you know it should put in perspective that the things that we worry about and stress over is nothing compared to what other people you know how they say you think you have it bad until you meet someone else who has it worse like it's that type of thing i feel like we all should just take the time to just stop like stop and really look at what we're stressing about and worried about and ask ourselves if it's really worth that energy of being scared or afraid or stressed out or anxious and it should put things into perspective and just focus on what you can control focus on what makes you happy and keeping those things in your life you know keeping the people who bring you joy and peace and and doing the same and giving it back giving them that love giving them that support giving them that shoulder to cry on that ear that they can you know just talk to and just anything i know i'm probably not expressing myself right but <laughs> y'all know what the fuck i mean man just be more positive spread more love and shit but um yeah i'm gonna get the fuck up out of here man i love y'all thank you for tuning in showing love and interacting i really appreciate it again i'm gonna be trying to doing i'm gonna try my best to do this more frequently and be on here live i would like to have a dedicated schedule but with the way that i am sometimes whether it's on my medication that they have me on and i get drowsy or sleepy or whether it's that i'm trying to really pick up and do more orders with doordash because that's my only way of working right now due to my situation of my health there's not any real legitimate jobs not that doordash isn't a legitimate job but um a normal nine to five uh it's what i've been doing now so that's never really a consistent thing it's always hit or miss and you always have to stay on top of it so i've just been trying to find a balance um on my free time that i have i'm always reading books uh book that i've been reading a lot right here it's the book on power um also there's also the book the art of war that i've been reading about um made to stick this is a book that i keep going back to also i have a whole bunch of books uh another book that i found very useful i figured i'd share this with you guys broke manelios <laughs> talks money um this is a good book i think everyone but well not everyone if you're like me and you have trouble having conversations with your friends or co-workers or people you care about it's like I said, you know, um, a few people that I introduced crypto to or NFTs to looked at it like it was a joke or nothing that was that serious. For example, I go to physical therapy four to five times uh, a week. And when I first started going back in like August, I presented NFTs and, and crypto and we just talked about it as a conversation with the doctors and nurses there. And they all laughed at me and they all like thought it was a joke and stupid um today i went there to do my physical therapy and all that and saw the chiropractor and i overheard him say that he started an nft project 
not only did he start an nft project but then everybody working there were the first investors in the nft project and in crypto and all so i found it kind of funny i didn't say nothing i didn't bring anything up i just overheard him talking to it none of them have yet brought this conversation to me even though i was the one always talking about crypto and nfts but it just goes to show it goes to show there's a shift and i even posted up a tweet not too long ago and i even screenshot it and put it on my instagram that crypto is the future if you don't know much about it you should learn about it and invest in it now because it's no different than how we had to adapt to touchscreen cell phones or how we had to adapt to um voice assistants like you know siri and alexa or no different than us having to get used to because right now like whether people like to admit it or not you went from using fiat cash physical money to i guarantee you everyone mostly a the huge majority of everybody just uses their debit card now and they just swipe it or if not they're just used to having their phone and they tap it on the thing and they use apple pay or whatever the same way that you never thought you would do that or you wouldn't feel comfortable doing that or whatever you're doing it it's just one of those things that it's it's society's evolving technology's evolving and you can either adapt learn and grow with it as it's going or you could be the last one to be like yeah, i don't know what this is or how it works and just keep but but i guarantee you crypto's here to stay nfts are the new thing everyone looks at nfts are just these jpeg things and what people need to do is look at nfts more as contracts because that's literally what they are it's a contract that you own something or whatever you have ownership of something and i see people doing that now with cars i see people doing that with houses and properties and things like that so i strongly feel like that's the new thing if you look at it now snoop dogg he owns death row records right now and he's been releasing nfts i think they're literally like a hundred and 120 dollars i would say for the nft no lie and it's associated with uh his board ape yacht club uh eight his board ape that he owns as his digital version or representation of himself as an artist and what he's been doing is having limited copies of it i think of like 120 copies and they're literally like 120 dollars each and he's been releasing them with um exclusive content as far as music so not only are you getting the nft but you're getting a mp3 or a mixtape that goes with it and he's been doing that like crazy so from music to videos that i've been seeing people do as nfts it's not just jpegs it's not just pictures it's audio it's video it's 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 a lot of stuff and there's a lot the fact that i've seen people using nfts as far as contracts to go for leasing and renting out houses or selling houses like there was a lady i forget exactly what the numbers were or something like that but she sold her house as an nft and she has it set up that she will continuously get money off of that and percent no matter who the fuck owns it or whatever within that contract of the nft she has it set up that for the life of the existence of that nft that's connected to that property she will continuously get a percentage of it like a dividend and that's crazy and i feel like that's the future that's the way it's gonna it's gonna go um so i say people should just better educate themselves on nfts better educate themselves on crypto best example of that right now if you look at ukraine all the stuff that's going on they basically shut down all the banks um russia has been blackballed from the rest of the world because of this their money isn't worth shit 
Um, but because their money isn't worth shit, they decided to shut down all the banks and everything that's over there in Ukraine. All the people couldn't get access to any of their funds, any of their money. Anyone who had um, investments in certain stocks and things like that it was worth fucking jack shit zero now. And a lot of people were able to get out or buy cars to get out because they used crypto. A lot of people were using Bitcoin to exchange for ways out of there, being that they can't get access to their money. They had to use crypto. And then there was a rumor that apparently uh, MetaMask and all these other, I think it was MetaMask and Coinbase or whatever, that it was said that they blocked any transactions of anyone over there. And that wasn't the case. Um, you know, I've been told recently that that's, that's been fixed. But that should open people's eyes up, you know, to when or if, if and when, however you want to look at it, that is to happen over here or wherever it is that you're from and you lose access to your country's currency crypto is a way around that you know because right now there's there's as much as you say you have control over your bank account and your funds and everything you really fucking don't because right now in america i don't know how it is anywhere else but in america if the irs wants to seize your shit they'll seize your shit they'll take it they'll make sure you can't get any money going in and you ain't gonna get no money going out and, you know, with the way the stock market is and how everything's going up and down, who knows? American money really isn't worth shit. It's it's worth less than the paper it's printed on. You know, people are starting to know that more and more. But, you know, and then they're investing in stocks, investing in this. And when it comes to wars and all this stuff, like that's what's going on right now. It affects all that. So, I don't know. Now I'm starting to ramble. But definitely look into nfts everybody better educate yourself on that better educate yourself on crypto um for motivation monday my my advice is to just reach out to your family and loved ones try to do more ask yourself where you're investing your time in you know instead of bings watching some fucking netflix and sitting by yourself playing a video game reach out to someone who you haven't talked to in a while you know that play a video game with them check on your family check on your friends go have a conversation you know go have a beer with them go have a smoke with them just go have a conversation go eat some buffalo wings or some chips some nachos or taco night have a slice of pizza go get some sushi or ramen bowl i don't know whatever the fuck it is you want to do go get some starbucks drink some coffee but make an excuse to get the fuck out of your comfort zone stop being a secluse go and see your friends go and see your family talk to people have some conversations and get out of the funk that you're in and just remind yourself that there's more to life than the bullshit that you see on your fucking phone and that even though that there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that you can't control of there's a lot of shit in your life that you can be in control of i love y'all stay safe thank you for tuning in and showing love and support i'll holla at y'all the next one peace